This episode contains graphic details of murder and other crimes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Not Always Polite. I hope you guys have had a great week so far. Today I'm going to be talking about a, an unsolved murder case. Ooh, we're getting... I'm so excited for the fall, guys. It's It was so hot here today. Fuck. I want the, like, 15-degree weather, the nice breeze. I'm so excited. But, oh my god, guys, I've had a fucking week. Okay, so... Last Friday, my puppy had kennel cough. I mentioned that in last week's episode. So, for those who don't know, kennel cough is like a dog cold, (laughs) which is like, okay, sure. But it's highly contagious, so we can't be around any other dogs for two weeks, which is really difficult for us because we're normally around other dogs every day. So, Miss Girl has been going through it. So, let's see. I thought it would be a good idea to buy this like fern plant. It was very pretty. Loved it. Got it at Home Depot. And I went into the office. I was gone for a couple hours. Not that long. And I come home. And you guys, that shit was everywhere. She ripped that shit up. Not a single strand of that plant was left. And there was soil everywhere. Oh, my God. It was, I was so pissed. I cried. I legitimately cried. And then she ate a remote. This is her second remote that she's chewed. Oh my god, and she shit in my back seat. She shit in my car. I've been giving her different, like, chews and bones and stuff to try to keep her occupied. Because she's fucking insane. And I guess um, it gave her diarrhea and she shit in my back seat. So, that's how my week has been. I hope you guys have had a better week than me. We're hoping that we can go back to the park on Monday. But, we shall see. Anyways, if you didn't care about that, sorry. <laughs> I had to vent because I've had a fucking week. Anyways. Let's get on into the unsolved murder case. Okay, great. So the case takes place in Hopetown, which is a rural village in eastern Ontario. So like the Ottawa Valley-ish area. And I saw this, there was a little quote in the article that was, Hopetown isn't unlike any other rural village, meaning it's very like standard. One of those places where, quote, nothing ever happens. And then like a double murder takes place. Anyways. It's situated about a 30-minute drive from Perth, um, and there's just, like, tight-knit residents who live there who look out for one another. There's a corner store, which is, like, the little hub where the locals gather to catch up, fill up their gas tanks, and there's a church and a cemetery. Just outside of the village in remote Lanark County in a farmhouse on Concession 1 in Dalhousie, I don't know if I pronounced that right, Township lived the siblings, James, who also goes by George, Simpson, who was 40, and his sister, Marguerite, who was 58, and Marguerite's son, Alan. George worked as a part-time building inspector for the former Lernark Township, which is a role he had held since 1979. He was known for being meticulous and, quote, he was very good at his job. The Simpsons were known as quiet people who kept to themselves, but they were friendly and always willing to lend their neighbor a hand. 
On a Saturday night, September 12th, 1987, Alan, along with some friends, came home to a grisly discovery. The bodies of his uncle and mother. Marguerite was lying on the kitchen floor while George was discovered outside near a camping trailer. He was covered with a wooden pallet and tires. Both had been shot several times with a high-powered rifle. I did not realize this when I was writing the script, but this is almost 35 years to the day that they were discovered, so very cool. Maybe not cool is the right word, but you know what I mean. Anyways, records at the time said it's believed the Simpsons had been gunned down as early as September 9th. According to an article in the September 16, 1987 edition of the Perth Courier, acquaintances had been trying to call the home, and one had even visited and noticed an unusual sight. The car windows were rolled down in the rain. Peter McLaren, who lived in the community his entire life and was friends with Alan, said, quote, George would never do that. At the time of the murders in 1987, Peter and Alan were both working as truck drivers. He remembers that Alan decided to return home for the weekend from Toronto, and he stayed behind while a trailer was being serviced. He read about the murders in the Toronto papers on Sunday morning. He said it was a time of great fear for the area residents. The investigation, including a team of 10 local officers, was led by OPP Detective Inspector Larry Edgar and Detective Inspector Charles Judson of the OPP's Criminal Investigation Branch in Toronto. Both have since retired. While no suspect was ever charged, an early lead came when a murder weapon was uncovered in the Black Creek Swamp, not far from the Simpson home. The weapon was a bolt-action Second World War-era 303 caliber Lee Enfield rifle, and it was common and therefore difficult to trace. It had been converted from a military firearm to a sport rifle. It was sent for forensic testing, but the rain had washed away any evidence other than the serial number. OPP believe it was purchased in Ottawa after they found another nearly identical one bought from a store in the Maryvale Mall. Peter said, quote, the biggest lead and probably the only lead they ever had was the serial number on the rifle. That's been in the paper a couple times to see if anyone recognizes it. As it happens to be in small towns, rumors started circulating. One rumor was that the Simpsons murders were connected to six other homicides. As happens in small towns, rumors started circulating. One rumor was that the Simpsons were murdered um, and it was connected to six other homicides in isolated areas in eastern Ontario from 1975 to 1987. But this theory was discounted by the OPP. Another rumor speculated that someone may have taken revenge on them due to an unfavorable building inspection, which seems a bit aggressive to me, but maybe, I don't know, it's possible. Two months after the murders, any viable leads had dried up and the case went cold, but the OPP remained optimistic that it would be solved. At the time, OPP Community Relations Officer Neil Fennell said, quote, I'm absolutely certain the officers involved are going to solve this case. But that hasn't happened. <laughs> Sorry, Neil. They have not. It's been 35 years and the case is very cold. Stone cold. So I guess the newspapers made repeated requests to the criminal investigations branch with the OPP for an update. And an officer couldn't even be found to make a comment. That's how cold this case is. Throughout the years, the residents of Hopetown have been very tight-lipped on the case and basically refused to speak with the media about it. Surprisingly, Alan continued to live on the family farm, but he has since passed away.
Peter said, quote, he was hit pretty hard, which, like, yeah, he found his mom and his uncle dead. While the case has been cold for decades, he still hopes that it will be solved, and he is Peter that I'm speaking of in this, in this situation. Um, so anyone with tips on the murder of George and Marguerite Simpson should contact the Lenark County OPP at one 888 or Lenark County Crime Stoppers at one 800 222-8477. And that is the double murder of George and Marguerite Simpson. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope you have a safe and good weekend. Pray for me. Let's hope that my demon dog gets her shit together so I don't sell her to the circus. <laughs> don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Polite and leave me a review wherever you're listening. Thanks, guys. I'll catch you next week. Bye.